0: There's somebody there. Hello? I... I can't see you. Are you there? Speak to me. I... I can hear you breathing. I can hear you listening. Then you must be able to hear me, too. I feel strange, as if I am... Submerged, somehow. And yet I I seem to be able to talk to you. Uh, My name is... uh, Winter, forgive me, uh, Jeremy Winter. I am a professor at the uh, University of Maine. I studied archaeology. I I came here under... Oh, under a foolish pretense that I would be able to improve my mental health and faculties under the advice of a woman who has tricked me. Please, I, I know that I am incapacitated somehow, and... I, I'm blind. I, I can't see you, but I can hear you breathing. I can I can hear you listening. Y- you must understand that, that my, my my, words sound as if I am mad, stark raving mad, but the truth is I feel more sane now than I ever have been for the last two years because I know that it's real, you see. I, I, I know, and also I know that if, if you're here, then there's a chance you've seen it too. Perhaps that's why you're not speaking... Please say something if you can. Perhaps you can't speak. Perhaps you're mute. Oh, God, no. If only I'd stopped off at that hardware store longer and talked to that kind Indian woman. I'm sure she knew something. I'm sure somebody knew something. Maybe that deputy. He looked at me in the town so strangely as if... as if he was keeping an eye on me. No... Sorry, I, I, I'm, I'm rambling now. You must get help. I can't move my body. I, I, I can only just feel my fingers and my toes. <laughs> the rest of my limbs seem distant, so far away. And now and then I imagine that I'm swimming. It feels sometimes like my whole body is swimming in a liquid a water, but something more like a salt sea, you know? I never traveled to such places. I never traveled... Enough. I I never married. Oh. Oh, Defero. What? No, no, I I mustn't. I mustn't. I'm exhausted. You have to understand, I'm totally exhausted. I've been like this for days now. They came. Terrible things. Something between an angel and a demon combined. Part... Fungus, part cephalopod. Strange, many-limbed creatures. They pretended that they were people. They were dressed like humans. They wore long coats and scarves and, and hats. There were two of them at the door, and they were speaking. But their voices were strange. They buzzed, so they buzzed like insects. They are like insects in their way tall and strong and I panicked I I had the gun out by chance and I picked it up and I threatened them and I said that I wanted them to leave and they said that they wanted me to go into the ground the burial ground and if I did they'd give me great favors and that that's exactly what Anastasia wanted she tricked me you see she told me that if I looked at them again I'd be able to help but they were real were so real and their sense and force is malignant I know it in my heart so I fired I know that I damaged one of them I hurt him in the throat something about his voice box changed but then the other one revealed himself I don't know what happened after that I ran and, and suddenly they, it was on me and everything went black and then I came to and I was blind and here like this and now you're listening to me and you can help. You can get me out of this terrible situation. You can free me from these, from these bonds. Can, can, can't you? Oh, why won't you say something? Why won't you release me?
1: that they hide the ones that claim they are like the Indians you know they are not you know they are not your beloved tribe tell us This is your last chance, before we send you on to storage.
0: Oh god, no. Oh god, no. Somebody please help me. Somebody please.
2: players present the house in the woods by Gary Pilkington a call of Cthulhu scenario adapted for seventh edition by Joseph chance copyright grenadier models and chaosium starring Dan Wheeler as assistant professor flight lieutenant Charles Chuck Loman. Jeannie Spark as female postmaster Natasha Roliova Danan Makalia as local lobster mogul and supplier Alagash Bunyan and Joseph Chance as everybody and everything else.
3: Uh, And just as it passes through you, you feel frozen to the spot, as, as the whole of the left side goes into paralysis. And you find your body's sort kind of sliding backwards, but it just touched a part of your head. And, and you begin to see a vista of stars opening up like a, like a corridor of darkness up towards the moon.
2: Oh my god.
3: And up there, you see spiraling in the distance, Mygo. Coming down the stair of darkness.
2: Oh my word!
3: This is there's two more, oh. and they're and they're just coming down. But your 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 left side is frozen. Now I'm, I'm thinking you're probably right-handed.
2: Yeah. Yes.
3: Uh, your right eye cannot see this, so you're having a kind of weird. So anything you do to try and fire weapons or anything like that will be at a, by, uh, at a penalty. Dial. Uh, and you can move your right side, so you can drag yourself wh- around on the ground, but you are not able to stand up at this particular time. You are totally frozen. Could you give me an idea check?
2: Yes. Yes, I could. <laughs> that's, in- that's, in- that's intellect, right?
3: Uh, intelligence, yeah. yeah. Intelligence.
2: Uh, yeah. It's a hard pass.
3: It's a good pass. So so this is an incapacitating weapon, which you would suggest... You can already tell, that, although it's terrifying, your left side doesn't feel like pain. It just feels cold, and you become aware that maybe this thing was intended as a sort of net. Um,
2: To catch us like we catch the lobsters. Uh,
3: The agency is with Loman, as he had a free shot effectively then, so...
4: But the two that I had seen are now out of here, right?
3: Yeah, the they, um, the one by the tree isn't moving at all. The one that's flown into the trees, you can hear kind of weird gasping, buzzing sounds, gurgles, puffs. Um, there's a, sp- a cloud of spore is drifting over towards you. Perhaps you'd like to dodge away from that.
4: Yeah, if I would. Nah, uh, no, I'll just <gasps> breathe in. <laughs> as, we can't, we
3: can't as, as, you, as you think, no, I'll just breathe it in, you see one of the last of the four... Limbs of the thing that was pretending to be winter, reaching towards a, a small black box that looks like it has some sort of brass handle attached to it. It's it's only about ten feet away from you. This creature. It's sort of clawing uh. its hand through the through the dirt and leaves. You thought it was dead, but it seems to be some kind of vestige of life.
4: Uh. Okay, oh so instead of dodging the spores, I think I'd probably take a shot at that creature.
3: It's it's aimed, so I'll give you that bonus. Even in the dark, full full moon. Well, not full moon. It's a beautiful crescent moon.
4: That's kind because I know I wasn't aiming at it originally, but I'm. But I am but that, in that dodge zone. was that dodge was that superb. So maybe I saw that movement before Alagash started shooting, actually. So, I'm getting a bonus die. Unconscious day. Hang on, come on. I can spend luck on
3: this, right? Yes, well, very much so. Right. I mean, we are very spend close it. to the end.
4: I'm going to spend. Although, three if you ever play him luck. again.
3: What, well, he's now at 17 <laughs> luck? Is 17 that? luck
0: now, oh my yeah. God. I spent
4: three points of luck, so that is a regular success on my That's handgun. That's all you need. So, roll for yeah. damage. Roll for
3: damage, yeah. It's 45, is it?
4: Yes! Maximum damage. That's oh 12 God. points of damage.
3: Des- describe, Ooh. if you dare, what actually happens.
4: Well, s- somehow, his uh, like all of his um, anxieties that have been affecting him while firing at things in the trees, he's really steadied himself with his breathing, taking that roll. So you know how sometimes doing a physical action actually... Sort of mm. composes you, and he's and actually yeah. all all this is blocked out, and he's properly like in the moment mm. and in his body, back in back in his uh, military training, and he steadily he steadies the gun, breathes in, and breathes out, and fires directly at what he thinks is the head of this creature, and it just explodes. Bits of, like, what, uh, carapa- carapace? Is that what we describe it as? Yeah. Shell. Like like someone who's clumsily cracked a lobster shell with their... With the <laughs> and
1: it's just kind of
4: Oh, beautiful.
3: Excellent. Um, so then the spore... What a waste of lobster. What a waste of lobster. The the yeah. spore lands. Um, so all of you are incapacitated in relation to the dodge. So it's just a constitution check for. Uh, it's just a constitution check for Ruliova and Loman. Bunyan no longer needs to make a constitution check. Uh, because he's he is so
4: exposed. He doesn't have a standing chance. Oh, I passed it. I passed it. Excellent.
3: Good. So neither of you have any of the respiratory problems uh that uh, i think one of you certainly has had before i think well, you, you experienced a rather negative aspect I did. of it I did. you all now need to make the power check to see how the spore is behaving in your system oh did not pass that
5: i failed extreme success level two of you
3: failed well, well that that's the right way round if it was ever going to happen that way it should have happened thus Because Mm, uh, Bunyan manages to take control of what is now an aggressive presence. Uh, A surge passes through you from your chest up through your throat. You can feel it passing up into your sinuses and your eyes begin to go. You can see everything turn orange and brilliant. You can see the dying Miger. The one by the tree is mutilated and already dead. The one directly in front of you is just dying. It was tougher than you thought the machine that it had glitters and seems to have a sort of spectral power that you didn't quite register was there before. The thing in the woods is crawling away and it's like the trees are, are disappearing and then you feel the other thing. It's not that far away. Blue and cool. The mygo are orange and hot and there's something above that you can't quite understand. And your mind wants to look up, but it won't, because it's to do with the the corridor of the void. can't see that far, it's not connected. But you feel this blue coolness up in the mounds, over there in the woods, in the ancient First Nations territory. The blue eyes. Something. Something terrifying. The Maigo are frightened of it. Uh, and then it's gone and you're, you're in control of this thing just the other two of you sense a tremendous togetherness and oneness with both of each other, you, you connect instantly, you're very aware of the of, of your weaknesses and your strengths uh, you can feel Loman this paralysis on your left side starting to seep in and you sort of Have to really focus. You find your hand clenching slightly to beat it off.
4: Uh, I beat it off. Inappropriate. Inappropriate.
3: Yellow card. Yellow card. Uh, To to defeat the sense of paralysis. Such a charged, such a charged nexus we were in there, wasn't it? Moving swiftly on, Uh, the uh, you're, you're aware of the Migo dying, and the intense loss and the sense of. I mean, in one case, decades of understanding, in the thing that was winter, over a hundred years, is fading into the earth. And you begin to sense that the, the spores are also living in the earth, and on the juices of it, and there's also still life there, and there's the hope of colony, even in death. Uh, won't, neither the of you will want to be standing areas. there now or in the next 20 years at that particular spot um, but also you sense this kind of the longing for this object that was by the corpse of the winter mygo, uh, and then you're back to yourselves again
5: uh, so the, the thing that I was focused on was that the sort of thing that it was trying to use as a weapon against us
3: no, no. that wasn't uh, the thing it was carrying do do you mean that the the thing that's crawling away still technically has that
1: that's in the woods Uh,
3: you can't you didn't get a read on that
5: right
3: the only thing that you've got a read on with this bond with this deeper bond with the the fungoid spore connection gave you this sense also you are now aware I think all three of you are aware that you you now have been heavily exposed to this stuff but Bunyan you are aware that you are on the brink yeah of being able to control this Invo- as far how, I'm aware. how good was your power check
5: mine was Fun. an extreme success
3: extreme success
5: but then i have also ingested more spores than anyone else so. no
3: no um you you look around at the other two everything goes sort of still for a moment you can you can hear a sort of high humming different to the buzzing but the world seems very clear to you for every check from here until, I say so, you will gain a bonus die regarding physical uh, interaction with the world. So combat, athletics, anything like that. Okay. You should empower uh, to
5: Okay. Um, in which case, uh, this uh, object on the floor by... Uh, the, the one closest to us that we all had our attention drawn to. Can we see from where we are what it looks to be, or what it's?
3: Uh... Yeah, it seems to be a black box with a strange uh, handle out of it, with a couple of brass rings attached on on mm. the stalks. There seems to be a semi-organic aspect to the handle and the and the stalks, but the, the the rings look like metal, and the box you don't know what it's made of, but it reminds you of the same kind of material as the. Uh, the, the the black void gun was made of
5: mm. uh, I mean uh, unless anyone else sort of jumps in what I' would like to do is uh sort of kick it away from the body of this thing uh, see if I can just uh step forward hold my breath and just kick it away towards the uh, where there ain't no in as many spores
3: you 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 do uh, you do exactly that sort of away from the house or along the balcony
5: yeah, well back towards the road I guess if that's yeah. possible if away from the house
3: you know. so Ruliova is kind of crawling around where where are you headed Ruliova back to the wall onto the balcony towards Alagash they're probably your three main targets, or to the woods
2: to escape no no not to the woods no 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 uh, into the woods I think to Alagash
3: ah! so he's kicking that away Mm-hmm. Alagash just kicked the strange sort of cube which is attached to a handle with little brass attachments that the winter Migo was mm-hmm. trying to mm-hmm. operate. Um, so there's this humming there's this high-pitched humming that you can all hear uh, which begins to drop down into a slightly lower resonance.
5: Does it, does it sound like it's coming from the box?
3: No, it sounds like it's no. coming from okay. the woods in counterpoint to up above in the direction of the moon you, can, you begin to hear this oh fuck uh, Ruliova you instantly know what that is because you saw it it seems to be confirmation of yes. what you saw very briefly you can no longer see that you, you were probably looking hundreds of miles up Yes. physically impossible and yet here they come does she say that?
2: Yes, I think so. I think she she points up with her good arm.
3: Rolling over. <laughs>
2: rolling over, <laughs> More of them, more of them are coming.
5: Uh, postmistress, roll over. Oh shit! How long do we have?
2: I don't know. Not long.
5: Okay. Uh, get, get get to the car. Yes. Yeah, let's yeah. get to the fucking car.
3: I mean. It's only, take, it's only taking damage. You can still drive it.
5: Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Let's go. At which point I'm gonna say, as we as we start to run, I'm just gonna say, uh, this thing, whatever it is, maybe it gives them power. We need to keep it from them. And I um, pick up the box.
1: Mm. I, yes. I, I
5: mean, I'll probably like pull my shirt down a bit just in case it's uh, going to sort of do you, heat is, or something. Well, this is a
3: crucial question. Is that is there a cold, is there a cold hand or is it a a hand gloved hand?
5: I I think it would be fair to say. Well, I can roll for it, but um, my instinct would be no. To you pull said my you said it, yeah. Down. So you
3: put your shirt sleeve down. You feel an intense and cold put it, as you put put it pick up the hand the
5: uh, put it into the fishing bag that I have my semi in. Nice. All right. Yeah. Easy.
2: Yeah.
3: Left hand paralysis. Easy. Keep it clean. Keep, Keep it clean. clean. Keep <laughs> clean. <laughs> <laughs> These <laughs> LIGO, they're filthy. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Could uh, could could Bunyan give me a spot hidden check?
5: And, oh yeah, and
4: please. could Loman and Rulyova roll their Cthulhu Mythos for me I spot- am so I, I I feel disinclined if I'm honest to allow Alagash to just pick this thing up oh I like it hold that
5: thought okay, your, okay. Your, I failed my spot hidden if that helps the situation your,
3: your sleeved hand goes on to the uh, item and your eyes flick around Look. the woods you don't see anything was that with a bonus die? Just to get, just Loman, before we get back to your potential interrupt. That excellently played, might I add. <laughs> did you take a bonus die? Because it's a physical, op, yeah, it's a physical action. and the I spore. I did. Please could you give me another 100s roll? What, what was that for? The C- Keep your units, it's, it's the sheer power of the spore in you is, is enabling you to oh, I see
5: better. Power of the sport um, tells you. you.
2: Power of sport tells
1: you.
5: Power of Well, I just rolled an eighty on that. So both were failed.
2: That's the um,
3: power of sport. Yeah. What, was your, what was your first roll? It was a fail. But
5: that—that that was for the spot hidden, right? Yeah.
3: The first—the first spot hidden was a yeah, fail. Yeah, yeah, And the second spot hidden was a fail as well.
5: Yeah, they were both fails. One okay, no problem.
3: No problem. Yeah, no problem. It's, that's the way these. It's the way it goes. To be honest, that might be a good yeah. thing. That might <laughs> be a good. <laughs> at this stage. not
5: narratively but for my uh, character
3: for your character no I'm narratively <laughs> potentially too so yeah you, you're, you're about to put your hand on this thing uh, and what is your dexterity again remind me Loman and what's your dexterity Alagash I'm so sorry I should know this by 40 now. 50 okay
4: 55 yes.
3: so so the slightly faster younger man what do you do uh, As the poor woman is incapacitated on the ground, I have rolled a number I of say, rounds. By the way, I passed I my completely mis-
2: mythos test. By the way, <gasps> oh,
1: we'll,
4: we'll, get we'll get back to that in a second. We'll get back to
3: that in a second. We're slightly <laughs> retconning because, quite rightly, Dan has said, and it is, it's frustrating, isn't it? So we're, we're going back. All of these things will still happen, but oh yeah. At the point of contact with the thing, what do you do, Logan?
4: I say, whoa. Whoa there, Bunyan, what what you think you're playing at with that thing? I, I, we should just destroy it, throw it back down, I'll shoot, I'll shoot the damn thing. I mean, to
5: be honest, I'm happy to roll in response to that if you want to do a persuade or a... shot, But my instinct as a character is to just fuck that right off and carry on picking it up, I'm afraid.
4: And uh, just be like,
3: I well, we'll, it's, we'll it's discuss lead, it later. Is, is it, a persuade? it a persuade?
4: On our way to the car. I pull my... Uh, no, it's not a persuade. You pull you a, what? I, I, I pull my... <laughs> I've got, my, I've got my gun in my hand, I just sort of make I make a show of it. I, I mean, what I'm, what I'm really doing intimidate. is saying, let me shoot. Yeah, I'm saying, let me shoot that thing. But I think the weight of the gun in my hand, I'm showing it to Bunyan. I'm like, don't, don't mess around with it.
5: Here, here, here. We don't have time here. This could be full of spores. It could be full of stuff. It could be full of fucking lobster. Listen, we don't
3: know what it's full of. Is it an intimidate? Is that what you were it's doing? It's an intimidate. Yeah, I'll give him uh, the agency of the Yeah, yeah, let's, let's try it. Uh,
4: nah, it's a fail. Um,
3: and I think there was either a fast talk or a persuade coming back at you. So let's, yeah, let's shall get, I watch, let's shall get I that for... Whichever one you wanted. It looked like you were trying to be uh, quite rational about it.
5: I mean, I was trying to be quite rational, so maybe I'll go persuade. It's not good either way. No, ah, I'm You twat. It's Oh um, uh, 16. 16. Oh, my oh God, no, so 16. Persuade. Yeah, yeah
3: you've, you've more than passed
5: sorry mate I know that's not really fair character wise but well, it is no, but I think well. I think,
3: yeah, I, think I think what you realise in that moment Loman perhaps as a go between here uh, I'm going to suggest this guy, this guy has been through a lot and actually he had more power than you ever suspected certainly back in Bangor he was a revelation because what you thought was a sort of bumbling oafish kind of character Turned out to have fingers in pies everywhere, and and now he's taken this very well. He's not kind of come back at you with his Thompson. He's just gone. I think maybe we should have this. So I think for this. Hasn't split come second, back at me as
4: with Katarina Johnson Thompson.
5: <laughs> he whips out his Johnson Thompson. Uh, I, 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 what whips is it
4: about Johnson, this? Thompson.
3: This ending is. Oh, don't let's not even talk about endings. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Which I think neatly brings us, as the two of you are having this rather bush yeah. stand up. I
5: mean, I kind of imagine it's not even like a, a full-on oh, intimidation, persuade it's, thing. It's like we're running and we're the, sort of, what are you doing? I I'm think there is, to do this. there is a you
3: sense know. of movement. You're probably off the porch yeah. by now, heading towards yeah. the road, but there's this gun still sort of, like, what, I, I love the fact it's sort of suspended. It's a suspended moment. But
2: meanwhile, But also, yeah. also, of course, Loman's going to have to be supporting me.
1: Oh yeah, half of you... my body
2: is paralyzed. Had you got her up? I missed that. I've got my arm around. No, I, I have my arm around his neck, He's waking I... me along.
5: Oh, you... yeah. Just... I think yeah. That I probably did.
3: Okay,
1: so well, let's, let's say while like,
3: you were doing that, so you've <laughs> got the gun in the right hand and you're helping her up with the, with the left. And it's sort of, but it's given you a sort of noble bearing rather. Than but, it's, but it's probably why I wasn't
4: very intimidating. intimidating. And
3: maybe why.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes, blame it on the girl. Good. Blame it on well,
3: the
4: girl. This no.
2: yeah. oh, is <laughs> every time. This is why there are no women in Lovecraft, guys. Hey,
3: Lovecraft's dead. Yeah, <laughs> Let's leave him be. We can't we're, blame we're, it all on reinventing. us. You can't. <laughs> reinventing. We're reinventing. We're taking what's good, and we're leaving the dross behind.
4: I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming it on the woman. I'm saying it's. It's. I don't think it's. I don't think it's possible to be uh, intimidating and uh, gallant at the same time, and that's a good thing. I think he's chosen to be gallant, which which I would argue is a stronger quality than being intimidating.
5: Oh, you smooth talker! I love you, you, Dan. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, should we do? Should we see those uh, Cthulhu mythos rolls?
3: Yeah. So, at this point, as as it's all suspended. We'll now go to those Cthulhu Mythos rolls. So if you'd already made them, please keep your result. I haven't. Uh,
4: and if you haven't, let's make it now. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not quite a fumble, so, but it's a bad fail. And that's good. But did you roll under three? I did.
3: Oh <gasps> I rolled two. Well, it's sort of perfect. So you, you sense him before you see him.
2: Oh, crikey.
3: So do you remember Winter's Notes? The notes, for, well, that is to say, Withenshaw's notes uh, from the asylum, where Winter was ranting about a number of things. that the, Yes. That the Indian in the real teeth of it, something uh, about it, teeth. Yes. So this this was his return to come back to the place where he first encountered.
2: Yes. And to face it.
3: And to face it. So that being in the teeth of uh, of of the place where the madness happened was Carstairs Advice and you begin to understand Juliova for the first time that he came back here to confront his what he believed to be a false memory of the perhaps he thought was a false memory yes I see but of, actually... of the Migo, but actually it was a very real memory of encountering the Migo, and you understand that through the spores because the spores that you've recently inhaled lived in the Migo are a part of the Migo. They are, in some strange way, symbiotic with, and therefore, THE MIGO. Uh, it's a fungus. And the thing that is approaching, he who is approaching, is NOT MIGO. Nothing to do with him. And the two that are flying high above stop and hover. And you, be- you begin to see the blue light, even though it's not possible to see the blue light. But the blue-eyed god approaches, uh, uh, and as the other, as the two men are, are, are pulling you down towards the car and heading towards the car, and there's a discussion going on between the two of them. It's as if your head can turn all the way around and you can see, but but you're not even looking. It's like there's a part of your spirit, astrally perhaps, is is coming out of your body the monk used to speak of such things he of, did of visitations of the angels and, and of demons
2: the and mobility of the see, soul
3: indeed mm. and you look and you were the first person to see it out of the three of them immensely tall broad shouldered his hair is long very long but his eyes are brilliant blue his sallow cheeks extended his mouth seems to be low Either in a, a drool or a scream, you're not sure. He walks from the trees as if he is part of the trees. And, and that's when you remember Winter's words, that he walks as a tree. Uh, and you think of Cappy, Capstan, saying, I've seen a tree walking.
2: Oh, God.
3: And I've seen cows flying. Could you give me a sanity check?
2: Oh, God. Okay. It's intense. I've just passed it, I've got 54. <laughs> Fuck, I'm one under.
3: Okay. You feel the brink of, of deeper understanding, but thankfully your mind pulls back. But because you're on a Cthulhu Mythos Pass at insane levels, you don't get a D10 game. but you, you understand that this is a guardian god. A lesser god of some ancient past, some <laughs> fragments of all of this journey kind of start to fit together which is Winter's obsession with finding an Indian burial ground and that maybe just beyond, this thing seems to be connected with the earth and the mounds beyond, and you realise this thing, and you also realise that maybe a fragment of it is like the hand of Rasputin and, no. you, and you long and long to join it. And to serve it. And could you give me a power check? Oh dear. They've
5: still
3: got his cock in the music, haven't they? Oh yeah. Doug, they took him out of the ice, right? Yeah. Sorry, the Neva, like. the Neva River. A very strong know,
5: pass, know, fifteen that. on six. A
3: 16. very strong pass. You gain D six Cthulhu Mythos. Ooh. Three solid, very solid. We've gone up to six Cathedral Mythos in a single in a single round, um, and you uh, you lost three Sanity. Right? Yes. Uh, now I have it that you'd already lost two before that. Uh. Uh, no, only one. You already lost one before that. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I keep doing that to people. You lost one Sanity before that, so you've now lost four. What is your? So that's fifty-four. No, so it's not quite a fifth. So you are astonishingly hang on in there um at that point loman because of your deeper understanding of the cthulhu mythos you have just Mm. a weird tickling sensation and you want to turn and look and you're carrying and you're you what is it that you're discussing with
4: alagash well i've been saying so i i wanted him to let me destroy it and now he's made it clear that he's not going to let me so i'm just saying i just I'm just not completely comfortable taking that thing in my automobile. I I I think we should uh, leave it here or destroy it. I I don't believe we should be taking it back to uh, a populated area. This is seriously bad idea. I'm saying this while I'm still looking around. Um, You're a man of science,
5: aren't you? What sort of discovery might this be? We gotta take it away from these bug-eyed freaks. They're gonna use it to try and shoot more people up. As he I says that,
3: right. as he says that, you get this weird tingling sensation behind you.
5: Sorry, that was just me brushing. Anyway,
3: he's still he's still talking, but you get this very odd sensation that somebody's watching you from the woods.
4: I turn and look in the direction I feel them. You, you
3: you see an eighteen foot tall, oh, fuck, demigod, oh, fuck. with with bright blue eyes looking at you from between two pines. Do you roll sanity? Fucking Sasquatch! It's a fail. That's one d six sound.
4: Do you roll that or do I? I thought you'd do that. <laughs> That's kind of you, is it? You can lie if you want. I don't mind. <laughs> That's a two sanity loss, so I am one sanity point away from. Oh. So there's, so there's an
3: involuntary action. Yeah. By the way, Natasha Rolyova is drooling on your arm. That's heavily. been her. Delicious. That's, that's her involuntary action. voluntary action. Uh, but, but her left arm, which was previously knocked out, is now gripping onto your chest as well, quite intensely. Not in a sexy way. No, not, definitely not in a sexy way. Not in a sexy way. More in a kind of, oh my god. Terrifying. What the <laughs> hell is that? Might have we- she's seen it too, but there's this uh, just drool coming out of her mouth. Your involuntary action, I'd like to hear what it is from you, right? Um. Self soiling. Potentially. <laughs> He's been very gallant and, and, and now he craps himself. <laughs> Just an idea.
1: Just an idea? Just an idea, guys.
4: I, I don't know, I feel like... I feel like the most obvious thing is that I'd I fire off a couple of shots in the direction of this thing.
3: Uh, so the involuntary action is you raise your gun without even without even consciously thinking about it. Yeah. And I think if it's all right with you, I think the, the shots are so wild. There's, you fire three shots, uh, but they're so wild, you've no idea where they go, whether they hit it, you're just unsure. Yeah. Um, and this, this, of course, draws your attention. You realised, Bunyan, the spore goes, you see, I was trying to tell you it was there. <laughs> Effectively, in, in, in a language that is not language. And, that, and you realised that there was that sort of scratching sensation in your mind that you'd missed something, this is what you'd missed. Um, so could you give me uh, a sanity check, assuming you're going to look at this thing? Well, but I will give I, you a, I'll give you a split second with your heightened reflexes that you currently have, that if you don't want to look at it, you could just I, make I, a run for the car.
5: In all honesty, I didn't forget that the main thing I felt was the the presence of these Miso Soup characters and the... <laughs> blue-eyed white dragon out in the wilderness that yeah. was they were scared of um i don't want to look at this thing
3: yeah.
5: is that fair yeah i feel too scared to look at it i feel like with the spore already in my mind yeah especially telling me i've missed something yeah. i feel like if i turn around and look this thing face to face yeah on my mind will fracture and i won't be there anymore
3: yeah, so. As as you think about the nature of minds fracturing, could you give me a power check as you feel a surge of authority come from the spore? Of
5: course I do. Seven. I'm rolling fucking well tonight. Not to not fair. only
3: not only do you push it back, but you get to the car and you throw the car door open, uh, and you see headlights coming up the track.
2: Headlights.
1: <laughs> headlights,
3: <laughs> the headlights massive headlights. A sea of headlights. 24-foot <laughs> tall, 20-foot tall, 20-foot 20 24-foot tall
5: headlights. Jesus,
3: I can't do 24-foot tall headlights, 24-foot tall.
5: 24
3: <laughs> foot, <laughs> that's actually quite a good one for me. Yeah. 24-foot tall headlights, 24-foot tall. Oh, my God, I can't do it. That's
5: really tricky. Um. um but yes, I, I throw open the door and I chuck a golf bag, which... I left my rifle up there, but um, it's got the cube in it. I chucked that on the back seat. Thank
3: you. Loman, you feel an intense desire to give your life over to worshipping this blue-eyed god. Could you give me a power check?
4: Yeah. That's a fail. Do I want to spend any luck? I'm quite close. I think I want to spend four points of luck. You're down to 13 luck. Yep. I love it. I love oh, it. Oh,
3: fair. Lucky for me. Um, and, and as you do so, you, you put your hand in your pocket in an aggressive gesture of sort of, almost like a toddler, going, no! Uh, and your hand hits the ice-cold bottle. The tube. Oh, yeah. And you begin to realise that maybe there may be aspects of yourself that is not entirely under control. Sure. Also, given the visions that you've had, particularly... I think you gain an extra insight to the fact that the Migo want to get past this thing to get something. That's why they keep coming back here, but they seem to need humans to do it. And, and some chess pieces begin to fall together for his academic mind. The assistant right. professor is sensing this kind of reeling, vertiginous rush mm-hmm. of understanding. And then the and then the headlights are on the road, and this and this, tra- this, you know, really heavy duty for the 1920s heavy duty vehicle. It's got at least four gears. It comes up. Yeah. Uh, Did anything have four gears? It's got at least three gears. Whoa. Um, uh, and it it's of, got two it, it, gears. It, at least two gears. Whoa. Oh, don't. Pulls up, and and you see a big man step out in a sheriff's uniform, and you see a quite small very long dark haired woman whom Bunyan you recognize as Sarah Istus step out. From the shop. Uh, yeah, from the from the yeah. Could both of you give me could all three of you give me a
5: spot hidden, check? Could all three of you give me a whistling and trying to look like nothing's going on,
4: check. Uh, I failed my spot hidden. I failed my spot hidden.
2: I failed my spot hidden. Yeah they,
4: they they start they
3: start running up the road, so the the, um, the sheriff's got a shotgun out, but it's not pointed at you. It's sort of tracking the trees. And they're sort of jogging towards you. And and she's holding what her hand. What's the sheriff's hand... name? She's, her... she's holding her hand up. Longfellow, isn't it?
5: Longfellow, yeah. yeah. Hey, Longfellow. Get out of here. It's too dangerous. We need to go. We need to go.
0: That's what we're here for. you got to get out of here.
5: Well, But well, well, we... well, that's
4: right. what I'm saying to you. Are we close enough to the car that I can... Uh, sort of safely put, put Ruliova in into the into the car. R- Ruliova,
3: Ruliova seems to be back on her feet, so you don't need to worry about that. I think. I, I think in. if anything, you're worried about you, but your hand is still on that ice cold bottle. Yeah,
4: I. So once I've made sure that Ruliova is okay, either in the car or next to the car, but you're very concerned about.
2: How, Thank yeah, okay, you. So you're going to try
4: much. and
3: put her, put her into the car.
4: Yeah, I'd like It'll to try and put her on. into the car. If she'll let me
3: will, will I will you, let you like. will you let okay. Yes. As the two of you connect through your spores, there's a tingling sensation. It's quite pleasant. I bet it is. It's slightly unusual. Oh. Uh, but could the two of you roll your Cthulhu mythos again. Because it's the only sort of thing. Got, okay, for you.
2: Well you say the two of the boys, right?
3: No. Ulyova you and me. uh Loman. Um. That was a that was a no for for Loman. That's a no.
2: It's a it's a bang on oh my god six and six what
3: six and six that's two Ooh. cthulhu with us that's one under three so you're on
4: two yeah. and a
2: six i don't know what to say guys
4: it's legendary it's legendary really... you... i think i need some new dice <laughs> you um you, re- <laughs> I
1: don't, I don't you realize necessarily a good thing
3: you realize as as <laughs> long as Longfellow takes the knee and trains the shotgun in the woods you just see a you see a blue you see a blue tinge to his eye and and you look at istas oh, and, her, and her eyes are blue oh no, and she's sort of walking towards you going it's all gonna be fine it's all gonna be absolutely fine.
4: I don't see this right
3: no, neither you nor Bunyan see this but but also neither of you get the uh, the insight so the, the mythos insight I think is this. Natasha Ruliova, it suddenly dawns on you that you remember something from some of you reading around the area of Native American Indians, and all of this information about the Narragansett that Professor Winter was interested in, you suddenly remember something completely disassociated with this eastern coastal grouping of tribes, and you remember something about the far southwest reading something about the blue-litten caves of the K'nayan people. Uh, and just... It just lines up for you. And something about the spores surges through you as well, and you realise you've got this right, is that these blue-eyed folks are somehow connected with that ancient old lost tribe of Native Americans. It's it's a rushing, instant revelation. Yeah. Uh, and,
0: then, and then you're you, you, you're back in the woods.
3: Now, now Loman and Bunyan, you're getting in the car, right?
4: No. Yeah. no. That's not what I wanted to do. No. Oh. I, w- I wanted to put Ruliova... I mean, obviously... Ruliova Roo- sure is really being
3: bundled do. into the car.
4: As I bundle her into the car, I just wanted to make sure that she was safe. And then I... With my hand on my... tube Flask. I turn... <laughs> Uh, on, my on my heel. heel and I grit my teeth and I sprint towards this enormous figure in the woods.
3: Yes. Oh, yes, God. you do. Oh, wow. And Bunyan.
5: Do I see that?
3: Yeah. He he just he just runs, he sprints. He goes.
5: I start starting the car.
3: You're gonna you're gonna go around to the other side of the car.
2: I'm making noise. Yeah, I wanna get distress.
5: in the driver's suit.
3: Um now Will, will Yovi, you you were kind of in the driving seat. I got the impression. So you oh, know, okay. are you going to make way or? Is it, uh, just right switch right. Oh, oh yeah,
2: yeah. I'll de- I'm definitely. I'm. Yeah. No, there's no way I can drive. So yes, I'm. I'm going to try and pull myself over with my right arm and make noise you, you, No, you can move.
3: No, you can move. Your 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 body is returning to normal.
2: Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yes, So I'm, are
3: you I'm, starting I'm, the car? In which case, well. So Bunyan, are you getting into the
5: car? I guess I could jump in the back. Oh, I thi- no. my instinct is to drive, I, th- I, 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 I feel instinct- like you're only just back to consciousness. Yeah,
2: it, that's exactly my instinct, is that my so body might be returning, across. but I'm probably not yeah, good yeah. enough to drive yet. Okay, so you but,
3: slide but over. If, I,
5: I think as I'm starting the car, if this is fair to say in the same way, as I'm turning the car, I want to have a look at uh, Natasha, and sort of, can I do like maybe a psychology check to see how sort of, does she look mental? Does she look as insane as... Learn yeah. who just yeah, ran yeah, into the course. woods. Of course. Or, you know. Um, what's my psychology? My psychology's not great, but uh, it's worth a go, right? Um, 41. My psychology is 40. I'll spend one luck to uh, get a success on that.
4: I mean, right. I suppose if I hadn't put all my points in agronomy, engineering, pilot aircraft. <laughs> I Mate. might have stood a better chance. Agro-
5: agronomy means you'll survive for the next 5,000 years raising spores on this farmland, you'll be fine <laughs>
2: <laughs> spore fruit that everyone spore can enjoy fruit. exactly
5: um, but I, yeah, so I succeed on that
3: okay, yeah, so there's something that she's just seen that has really upset her um, and yeah. she is looking back at uh, Istas and Longfellow um, uh, and you turn around. Could you give me your your famous spot hidden with a bonus die? Yeah. Now that you know. It's... Now that you know that you're looking for something.
5: Yeah. Now that I know the direction, at least. Uh, thank fuck for a bonus die, eh? as we've all said more than once. Fifty-seven. I'm I'm going to spend two to make it a success. Two luck. Wow. So I just succeed.
3: You see this blue tinge to Sarah Estes' eyes as she's running up. You and uh, and she begins to she begins to bring out from behind her a long black object.
5: Yeah, I mean, if it's fair to say, as soon as I see the blue tint to the eyes, and I've already seen Natasha's yeah. reaction, I'm. Mm, I haven't reloaded yet, have I?
3: You can hear you can hear Istar saying, "We can get you out of here."
5: But who's she running towards? Me.
3: You guys. Oh, He's running to. She's, they're running to the car. To
4: the car. Yeah, to the car. <sighs> um. I want to reload my Thompson. You've, As far as I recall, I think you've still got ten
3: you have shells. Got, you have got ten shells in there.
4: That's very true, yes. Oh
5: yes, because actually, the second one, I was just very lucky on the first couple of rounds, wasn't I? I think uh, you decided to only
4: fire twenty, or well, eighteen even.
5: Yeah. In which case, I don't really want to shoot her, but I get the impression that it isn't her. And what's she drawing out from behind her? I can't quite tell, but it you looks like she's pulling can't... something out yeah, yeah, whilst yeah. running towards us. Yeah. Instant kicks in. I've just blown two space beetles apart. I think mm. uh, the gun's being raised again. I think I step away from the driver's door. Engine still sort of humming. And raise the weapon around the side of the car. I think she's about to come so out.
3: So I had it that you were in the car. So you weren't. You weren't ever actually finished. Okay. In so the car. yeah, so, I was, so kind I was of getting... in the car. You're getting back out of the car. Engine going,
5: chatting to Natasha. Yeah, so maybe that's like two goes, actually. It's, I think, like, so I see where she's looking, why she looks disturbed. I see the eyes through the, like, windows of the car as she's running around going, hey, I can help you, pulling something out. It all looks a bit dodgy. So my move will be to step back out of the car, yeah.
3: So you step back out of the car. So Loman. Well, actually, no, Natasha, is there anything you want to do? You're, you're sat in the passenger seat, you can see him, he's changed his mind, he's going back, he looked at you intensely, now he's stepped back out. He's got the Thompson, he's
2: I'll going back out. Back. I'll, I'll pull myself into the passenger seat, into the driving seat again.
3: So you'll slide back over to the driving <laughs> yeah, yeah. seat? Yeah. Fair play. Uh, and you look directly ahead, and you see Rasputin there, standing by the body. And He's just going like this, he's just beckoning with a hand. And he sort of points to the track, and his his eyes are not blue.
4: Now there is
1: that. Ugh.
3: Loman, mm. you're running. Yeah. Towards this, what's going through your mind as you're doing this? Anything, or is it just a, a blank of? Uh, it,
4: what's going through my
3: mind
5: is that your business the, has the, collapsed, and your sons still not have any respect for you.
4: <laughs> this is a. This is a. Uh, a vision. It's a traveling salesman. This is a vision that's come from the woods. Uh, I don't believe what my eyes are telling me—that it's a giant figure. I mean, I don't—is it—is it a—is it a is it a, uh, a tree-like person, or is it a, or is it a tree that is? Was it a person-like tree? I don't know. I'm, mm. But but I, I kind of know that it's it's not real. It must be a vision caused by. The inhalation of all these spores. You know, I used to. I used to be a crop duster. I, I know that if you have got a lung full of the um, the pesticides, you could see some weird shit. <laughs> but there's something. It's it's a it's a message. There's something. These trees have been my uh, safe harbor. Ooh. So, just something. Instinct tells me that this is this is the place to go and I'm getting a sensation that this thing in my pocket that I've got my hand on might be the answer, whether it's whether it's the thing that these creatures are chasing. It's something about the fact that I was saying to Allagash that I didn't want that object in my car, that I thought we should leave it behind just a sudden realisation that actually maybe that was a red herring. There's nothing about that object that's dangerous at all. I have the thing. That's the problem. So I'm thinking all these things in in fragments Mm. but just running, running, trying to get to the tree line, basically.
3: So you're not running towards this godlike 18, well, I don't 18 foot
4: that tall. Good, like thing is really there, yeah, yeah. but is it in the tr- is it in it the, is tree the tree line, is It in is the treeline. It is in the treeline. It is in That's that tree what line. I'm heading that, for. That I'm heading right. for exactly that.
3: Um, uh, and and you suddenly begin to realise that although your feet are moving, they're not on the earth. Um, and you you see black volumes <laughs> pulse down in front of you in beams. One goes in front, one goes to your right and you feel this intense cold but you yourself are sort of moved uh, agilely, like a ballet dancer between these beings.
4: Am I doing that myself? Uh,
3: No. Um, And you see the hand of this god lifting you up but not actually holding you. It's just kind of gesturing and, and you're lifted off the ground and your feet stop moving and you feel your chest sort of going towards it and, and, it's, and it says to you You are infected, infected but, but you know no how, how to purify yourself so. and, and the, most, the most intricate elegant spiral of light appears and starts to undo the stopper of the bottle and the wax even though you're sort of whatever you're trying to do you're just fixed in place and the stopper kind of pops out and this bottle is open there in your hands you become aware of Longfellow walking towards the, uh, the the house off to your left. You can just sort of see him out of your peripheral vision, and he's scanning and he's looking at the body of the Migo and he's sort of looking at things. To cut back to the car, Allagash.
5: Yeah. Well, I, I kind of wanted to. Uh, I kind of wanted to stay near the door and wait for her if she was mm. making her way around to yeah, us yeah. to emerge. Yeah. Uh, because in an ideal world, whatever's happening right now, I don't want to kill either of those people. Yeah. Because A, they're potential allies, if not already. And B, I need backup. Something big is happening yeah. here. And I'm an old guy who has a lot more young people I could call on. So, uh, you know, in an ideal world, I get to drive out of here. But as soon as I saw her running. And pulling something from behind her back, or whatever she was doing. Yeah. So I'm basically waiting by the open door of the car with a levelled Thompson, waiting to see what happens.
3: So she sees the Thompson and slows to a halt and goes, "Hey, hey, hey! I don't, I don't." And it's just the left arm up. I, I don't mean anything. And then she just swings the barrel of this thing. Oh! Oh my uh, God. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's a dexterity move.
5: I should have known. I should have just gone for it. But, you know, you second guess yourself. Right. My dex is only 40.
3: Yeah. So, she, so, so she's got the drop on you.
5: How, um, yeah. Where is she positioned? Sorry. Is she in front of the car?
3: No, she's behind the car. Shit.
5: Okay. Oh, yeah. wait. So awesome. she's yeah. running around the back of the car. You've shifted reverse. over into
3: the driver's It could be a hell of a reverse manoeuvre. She's a good 20 feet away. Yeah. Right, okay. But you could, uh, you could. I mean, obviously you do have an, uh, apparently an undead apparition beckoning you forwards, pointing down a track that leads deeper into the forest, but technically away from the house. Um, uh, so, yeah, she... Uh, she unleashes a black void beam. Of course she does. Every time. You've got to dodge Give
5: me a bit of the jippy tummy,
3: that. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
5: Yeah. <laughs> she was on the Guinness last she night. She was on the Guinness,
3: <laughs> exactly. So yeah. you, you've got to dodge or, or you're going to be hit by that?
5: Yeah. I kind of, yeah, I want to dodge by sort of throwing myself into the side of the yeah. car. Like, I don't really want to abandon the gun. I want to just chuck myself. Oh, so
3: it's sort of way. more into the cover of the car, yeah. So you, yeah, get, a, yeah. you get a bonus die because of your physical capacity mm-hmm. to do that.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a recent uh, lovely thing. Um, dodge. Oh God, it's not great, is it? Right. Oh. Okay. Well, I may as well roll the bonus just in case.
3: Might might do. So I got
5: a a naught nine. A zero nine. So
3: you're going. You're going back into the body of the, of the vehicle, right? Uh, sort
5: of. Yeah, into the side of sort it, behind of, the door. Sort of, the door. Sort
3: of, this thing goes across. Yeah. Natasha will over, mm. and we will get back to Charles Logan, who is in a unique position. Um, <laughs> but Natasha Roliova, you have the car running. I do. Rasputin is, is before you. Estas is behind you. Estas. She, and she's just unleashed one of these void weapons, even though you get this distinct sense from the spore within you that they belong to them, these terrible fungoid creatures. But I mean, hey, you know, maybe there's been a standoff here before.
2: Mm. Uh, I think I definitely don't want to follow Rasputin. I'm freaked out yeah.
1: by him. Yeah, no.
2: He repulses me, even though I feel very, very drawn to him and want to do what he says. The stronger part it of my mind. It. Yeah, the stronger part of my mind says. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So I'd like to whack the car into reverse. Do it. Cool, ma'am.
3: So, driving roll.
2: Well. Try and knock her over. Um, Sick. God, wish me luck, guys. This could be... Good luck. studio. <sighs> okay, that's fine. Oh. Oh, it's a fail. Damn it. What,
3: would you like... To, how much of a fail was it? A big fail. How, would you like to push the roll?
4: Push it. Yes. What's your drive order? Oh, oh, oh.
3: 25. 25. Oh. <laughs> the, the classic plus 5%. <gasps> no oh, oh, oh. Okay, well wait, wait. D- don't tell us what the result is. Describe to us how Ruliova digs deep for this reverse maneuver.
2: So Rasputin's hand beckoning her into the woods. She wants she wants to follow him with with everything in her in her sort of young youthful self. Who who she was when she was in Russia. She wants to Give up and follow someone else who can carry the can. She's very tired of being strong all the time. Uh, but but that she knows that. To, <laughs> but but she she knows that to do that would be to abandon her friends and her current mission. It would be an, the absolutely most selfish move that she could make. So she she slaps herself in the face. And then she throws the car into reverse, screaming. Screaming just incompetently. <laughs> and then Terrifying. hits the gas.
3: I mean, you're describing that, all of that knowing what you rolled, so I'm really hoping it was a pass. It
2: was a pass. <laughs> okay. Yes. It was 23 was on car? a 25. Yeah. Nice.
3: Okay, so you charge. So uh, as, as, you know, Sarah Istas wants to move this fire across to pin both the vehicle and Allagash down. Uh, You charge straight at her and that's enough to force her to do a dodge. And and the beam goes off and she she rolls expertly away off the road into the leaves and the woods. Of course she does. Uh, You kind of roar back down. Allagash, because you sort of dodged into it and it was such a good dodge, I will give you a free handhold on that. So you've got to kickstart into that right. into that car if you want it. Well, not into it, but like you could grab hold of the sideboard, running board. Oh well, my god! You get to do the Thompson on
0: the. Also, well, like
5: board. so could, potentially, I could like grab onto the like little handhold inside the door on the roof and just it's like summer, take a open. take a ride as it like zooms back. I'll do that. Yeah, and I, I want to do Stay. that as well. I probably don't have time, but I want to like grab on as you reverse back I want to like swing round the submachine gun and try and like do an arc across um, <laughs> wherever she's jumping in the woods
3: oh no so Please. she's she's quite a long far behind you
5: unfortunately in that sense so, so no, yeah, I, I suppose
3: shit. you could grab with your left hand and then try and shoot her as you're going past I suppose yeah okay I can give yeah. you that although that will be a, yeah. be a heavy minus uh, I minus. and also Not do yet. you actually want to kill her
5: no
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
5: So, well, I mean, for me, I'm kind of thinking, well, a, I was just about to start selling my lobsters in a shop. I mean, that's not the biggest thing. I, I distribute a lot around this county.
4: <laughs>
1: but that's not the biggest it, thing.
5: <laughs> it's it's more the fact that like the, the more people who are found dead here,
1: the fewer the people will buy your and lobsters.
5: And yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I don't really want to kill her. So uh, I mean. I don't, Okay, I'll hold off, basically. So I want to see, if she starts coming back all aggressive, I'll kill her. But if she's run away, it gives us time to regroup.
3: Great. So as you, you continue reversing or are you stopping? Stop. Yeah. So, but you're, so you, you pan Avatar. around with the gun. She's clearly backing off behind a tree. She's sort of scrabbled behind a tree. And there's a shout to her, to Longfellow, which you think you hear something like, Think they're gonna make a run for it, uh, and Longfellow goes, Let them go!
5: <laughs> let them go! They're so boring, go, dude! Dude, bro. Oh, bro, they're totally lame. Just let them go. Um, not cool, man. Do we hear that? It's just so not cool. You not cool. Say
3: that in a considerably less Keanu Reeves in point break sort of voice, more like a sheriff. So, uh, Loman, you hear a shotgun discharged. Uh, into the into the central body of the Migo that was outside the front of Carstairs' house in the woods, and somehow through the power of the it's thing awesome. that is holding you, literally, um, ten feet above the ground by some sort of telekinetic power, yeah. you realise that that creature, the Migo, is now finally dead. The headshot isn't what killed it. So the the the. The sheriff seemed to know. To sort of, he stuck his shotgun into the middle of it and, and shot it. What oh looked like its stomach, and the thing is now dead. And then he starts to run over to the house and is sort of taking cover. You're aware of this as a in, in the way in which uh, you would be aware of the way in which a rat moves, because mm. you're now yes. in the you're now in the presence of a godhood. Um. This this bottle is in your hand. This flask is in your hand.
4: So the the knowledge that I was given about this flask implied that to drink it was to give you the power to travel through space and time in some way, right? Indeed. Okay, I just want to make it absolutely clear that I do not want to do that. That is the absolute last thing I want.
3: The other thing that it was very clear that you understood was the spore cannot live through the experience. You are
4: infected,
3: the god says.
4: Yeah.
2: So not cool, man.
4: <laughs> this is so but not Loman, cool. But Loman, there is another far more straightforward and final way in which he can purify himself.
3: This, is, this could end very differently to how I was expecting. Loman
4: is going to take this tube, the stopper's off, is it? The stopper's oh, yeah. come off. And
3: he's... I mean, it has given you a choice. That's very clear. Even though you're sort of fixed above the ground, you can feel your legs and hands are free, but your body its not really your own in that sense.
4: I'm going to... hurl the tube towards this thing mm. and say, and say... Do with this what you see fit, and throw it. Very good, very good. And then draw my gun, and place it in my mouth. And pull the trigger. Oh Christ.
3: Um, Could you give me a power check? Yeah. Failed. So your, your hand comes, you see the bottle spinning and it sort of, it's like there's a field stops it and you see this beautiful trail of silver liquid uh, and it looks like it has stars in it. It looks like it's made of something indescribable and it's sort of hanging there like molten globules in the air. Well clearly the blue-eyed god is doing that. Um, and your hand comes up, and, and, the, and the, the sight of the gun meets your lip, and the spore control your hand. And you can't do what your whole will is telling you. They're, they're physically stopping you. And, and the god's head begins to extend. You can't quite tell if it's drooling into a sort of black mouth, or kind of screaming. it's mouth doesn't move when it speaks but it speaks in your mind and it says
0: they are almost at your brain Christ let
1: me help you first First it was the the sky sky above
4: and and now now it's inside me I just want it all to be over over.
3: tell Tell me what what to do. do his hand that is still outstretched closes and your internal organs combust and you die and he just drops to the ground Loman drops to the floor dead but the with the other hand the god sort of takes the swirl of blue silver starlight and throws it at the car Uh, and it, and it sort of spreads out as it's coming towards the two of you. And although the boat the two of you dodge uh, as best you can, it sort of it crawls all over you as if guided by an invisible hand. Uh, and the last thing the two of you remember is it sort of reaching up towards your eyes and this orange intense light that you've experienced once before, Bunyan, for seeing the world so clearly. And there's still these two hovering, buzzing creatures desperately trying to break into the scene, but they seem to be held away by a field, and then they too disappear into a whiteness. And the two of you come to, in a lobster shack off the river. Uh,
0: what Bunyan, God? You,
3: Bunyan, you recommend, you, you recommend, you recommend and you recognize Jack, Dula Grasse, in front of you. Uh, uh, he's a he's he's a rum old cove. Huh. Claims claims to be from the south, but you know that he was Bengal, born and bred. And he says, yeah. "Boss, boss, you okay? Oh, thank hey, God! Jack,
1: Jack. You and
3: you and this I'm you okay. and this dame. We we found you in a battered old car. Been trying to bring you around Jesus. for for like twenty minutes now.
5: You must have yeah, had I'm a hell okay, of a I'm night." Okay.
3: Looks, yeah. like he, looks like he drank this. What the hell is that? And he holds up this. Yeah,
5: yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Give that here. I assume it's the... Am I wrong? No, it's the, it's the flask. It's the flask. I snatch it from him and I say, uh, yeah, give that here. Sorry, I... Uh, bit of a night, alright. All I'm left with is the distinct impression that uh, my next character is going to be an Icelandic physician named uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway it doesn't matter um, Magnumus Globules or whatever he said <laughs> anyway uh, yeah, well well. thank you boys um, get us the platter, get us the platter lobster, lobster breakfast, um, I turn to Natasha and say uh, how are you, How are you feeling?
2: I feel like I will never be able to eat lobster again
5: Cancel the lobster. Yeah, me too. I was just being polite. I don't think I can look at anything again. Least of all a crustacean. Ah, uh, Jesus Christ. Um, here, here. What's your name? Jack. Yeah, Jack Costello. Um, where did you find us?
3: You were in the car. Somebody, somebody gave us a tip-off. We came down here.
5: Yeah, whereabouts?
3: What, what, here? So you don't know where you are. I mean, so it's, you've been to this place before. You're a few miles yeah. outside of Bangor. Yeah.
5: So you found us here in the car park. Yeah. So I had a heavy night. What are you going to do? Kill me?
3: So you're were uh, both kind of getting, getting your heads and your minds together. You've got this horrible image of the last thing you really remember seeing was the body of Charles Loman being sort of crushed by an invisible hand and then just sort of dropping to the ground. Uh, it actually makes you feel quite intensely ill to think about it rolling really over. And you make your excuse to go to the restroom. Uh, and as you go in the electric, the electric light's a bit fuzzy in there. Although it's daytime, it's quite dark. Yes, and you go into the restroom and there's a, you're not sick, you just, you splash some water over your face. And your, and your head comes up, and you look in the mirror, and you see a slight blue glow to your eyes. Oh, Christ. Three months following the missing persons case of Chuck Loman is reported by Sheriff Longfellow, uh, and is never denied by Natasha Wuliova or Algash Bunyan. Uh, mm. There is a moving address by Alice Everard, Ruliova and Bunyan. Do you attend to the service?
5: Yes. Yeah.
3: yeah. You do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it so, the first time you've seen each other? Yeah. Yes. Since the event? Yeah,
5: I would have thought so. Yeah.
3: yeah. So you're you're there. By now it's uh, what? Well, it's nearly October. You find yourselves in a kind of blustery, slightly rain. Swept Bangor Cemetery, uh, and Devereaux catches both of your eyes afterwards, but doesn't come over to speak to you. It's it's too emotional for her. Um, she's read this. She's read this moving eulogy. It is assumed to be a eulogy because the remains of Chuck Loman have never been found. Uh, it's it's tough for you, Williova, and Bunyan. Perhaps the presence of Buster there by Bunyan makes things slightly easier. Uh, He's. Hey boy. He's he's by. He's by Bunyan's side.
2: But why should a dog live if a man has died? (laughs) Uh, Very true. So I'm not like sentimental Americans. Dogs. Dogs are for (laughs) working. They're not your friend. Uh, You feed them. They do their job.
5: I don't know. I know a lot of people like that. Sounds like humans to me.
3: Uh, Do you say anything uh, else to each other?
2: How was, are uh, you, Mr. Bunyan? Are you hmm. are you well?
5: I'm okay. Yeah, me and Buster been uh, just angling, trying to get back to the old uh, the fishing pools. What Do about you yourself? Do you have any of
2: your? Uh, yes. Yeah. The bounds of my life are smaller, and so huh. easier to assume once again. Do you have uh, any of your? Uh,
5: Oh, of course! And I sort of pat myself down again, doing a sort of melancholy bongo routine. <laughs> um, sort of check the angling flies, the, uh, the tobacco, the oh ammunition, and then uh, finally, uh, oh no, you didn't want the jerky, did you? You were after the. He <laughs> takes out his hip flask.
2: The lobster uh, moonshine.
5: A new badge. Named it uh, Loman.
2: Oh yes what's oh, it's meaty. I think he really yeah. liked it. <laughs> yes, it's uh, singular. Mm. She, ta- yeah. she takes a little wolf. shot. She takes a little shot of the single mo- mo- lobster. <laughs> lobster poutine.
5: <laughs> I say, uh, <laughs> I, t- I, say kept- uh, I tell you what, uh, Miss Royova, you, uh, you keep that. It's like it's a nice it's silver, the hip flask. Um... Oh no, I got...
2: couldn't do that.
3: She says, putting it into her pocket. <laughs> yeah,
5: it's got Bunyan engraved on it, and he sort of says, "No, no, you keep that, and uh, you know, keep it filled, huh? And uh, anytime, uh, well, you ever get bored with the uh, the female postmaster life, uh, let me know. I'm sure I could find some use for you in the the lobster company,
2: Mister Bunyan. Are you, are you are you flirting with me?
5: Oh, yeah. I don't know, Buster, was I flirting? I, I can't tell. Uh, oh. Oh. And they, twink- <laughs> up, and
2: they twinkle at each other. They t- yeah. And, uh, I like to think that they exchange a, a little smile.
3: And, and, yeah. and it's a smile that's witnessed by Alice Devereaux. She's over by the memorial stone that's been put into the, the university plot here, uh, the Bangor, Main university plot. And a posthumous doctorate has been awarded to former assistant professor <laughs> Charles Chuck Lohman. He's now Dr. Charles Lohman. A number of eager students who enjoyed studying agronomy with Lohman are around her and they say their farewells. A particularly long, lean fellow is the last to leave um, and even offers. In a gallant gesture, perhaps imitating Loman himself, uh, a handkerchief. Um, he has sandy hair, a slightly Lego like look to his face. It's almost as if he sort of styled himself in Loman's image. Mm. Well, style would be perhaps an exaggeration, but uh, mm. Devereaux smiles, but uh, she too takes out a hip flask when she thinks she's being observed and pours a little bit of the whiskey onto the stone, puts it into her pocket, seems to wipe a tear away from under her eye, and walks away. And some 150 miles away, the earth around an ancient Indian mound seems to simmer slightly with sympathies as the last traces of Charles Chuck Loman's conscious mind begins to realise that a part of it is still alive and always will be.